what's up everybody man welcome back to that's how you feel it's your host jacob rose and i'm with as always quinn faith we're in the house today you know we may be across the country from one another but hey we're still bringing you that good podcast every week that's how you feel yeah let's get it baby how's your how's thanksgiving so you know thanksgiving for everybody was on thursday but my parents work on Thursday, so my Thanksgiving was actually yesterday on Friday. But my actual like Thanksgiving, that's Thursday, you know, I was on planes all day. I was flying home back to California. Uh, it was kind of lame, bumpy ride, but, you know, had the exit row, so it wasn't too too bad, you know, a lot of leg room. Leg room. Yeah, but the food? Mmm, delicioso. You feel me? Yeah, this is good. Solid. How about you? Oh, you know, it was, it was good. Just me and the fam. Um, had a little turkey stuffing, cranberry relish, um, some bread rolls with a little Hawaiian bread rolls. Oh my gosh. Yeah, those so can get dangerous. Gravy, all that. So it was good. It was good, man. It was weird. A little weird not having, usually my grandparents be coming up here. Um, but it was a little different just, you know, with COVID and all that. But, um, I don't know. I swear. I think that the leftovers of Thanksgiving are almost equally as good as the actual Thanksgiving day. Yeah, you know, I had some leftovers this morning. This Thanksgiving was my first Thanksgiving at home since my senior year of high school. Was it for Huh? Was it really? Yeah, because freshman year I went to Gills, sophomore year I went to Knicks, and last year I was with Alexis, so. Oh, that's right. I haven't, this is my first one. And this was also the first time I got drunk with my parents. So a lot of first uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving, which is kind of nice, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I hope all, all you guys at home had a good Thanksgiving as well. Um, get, in, get into some uh, some world news. Milwaukee County, some, some local stuff. They finally completed their recount, which was paid for by the Trump administration. And they were trying to the Trump administration was trying to focus on uh, Milwaukee County and Dane County, which is where Madison is, uh, and that's the Dane County votes recount supposed to be completed by I think Sunday. Uh, but Milwaukee had a plus 162 for Biden actually, so Trump ended up losing votes, but he's still trying to throw out 200 and something votes to just try to get him over the edge. But it's not going to happen because he's just fighting for a lost cause right now. Um, but Pennsylvania also, uh, I think, upheld their recount and declared Biden the re-winner again. So, you know, it's kind of nice seeing Trump just, like, lose over and over again. You know, he already lost once in the election, and now he's just losing perpetually in all these states and all these counties. It's just kind of funny to see. Like, one L just isn't enough for him. I haven't really seen Trump, like, in the media much, at least visually, like, speaking or anything. He kind of just seems like, you know, he took his L, and he's just behind the computer screen, you know, trying to get some votes or something. You know, he hasn't been very public since he's been, you know, projected to lose the election. Yeah, it's just been a Yeah, you know, just typing away, you know, saying what he feels. Because, you know, that's how he feels. That's how he feels. You know, if we got to interview Trump, I'd be like, that's how you feel? You know, it put us on the map, you know, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you know, we got... Some things happening back in Milwaukee with the recount. And it kind of sucks that, uh, you know, I come back home. I live in L.A. County, for you guys that don't know. And, you know, L.A. County shutting everything down again. So it just kind of seems like wherever I'm at, 
you know, COVID is kind of strong. I remember before school started, like when I first got back in, I think, April, like a little early April, end of March, uh, LA County shut down. And then when I'm in Milwaukee, Milwaukee has like the high, well, Wisconsin has the highest, you know, amount of COVID. And mm-hmm. the day I get back to LA County, it shuts down again. You know, I, I might just be a cancer, bro. You know, I'm, I'm cursed. Long story. Where it follows you. Yeah, it, it just might, I don't know, I might be the problem. You know, maybe I should just. I think that's a very reasonable assumption to make. You think so? You think the COVID just follows me? I don't know if it's just with COVID either. It might just be for a lot of things. Oh, like what are you? you what are you trying to say? Oh, I don't know. Just, just something to think about. I don't, I don't, I don't have anything in particular, but you know, sometimes you got to take a good long look in the mirror, Jay, and just think, wow, maybe I'm the reason that things aren't going well. Yeah, it could be me. You know, like maybe I got to make some changes in my life. And, you know, we'll see what happens with and that. And that's coming home for you, that reflection in the long run. Yeah, like a good, you know, month and a half, two months, you know, away from it all. Really focus on myself, you know. Come back and new Jacob. Yeah, yeah, new Jacob. Just just big chilling. Yeah. But, you know, COVID sucks. And you know what else sucks, Quinn? Hmm. Walmart. Walmart sucks. <laughs> just out here. Oh, dear. you're trying to get the PS5 and oh dear, you know, oh dear, sold out, all that man. I I've had enough, you know, out of stock. I was so close, Quinn. So it came out on I think it was what day's today? It came out Wednesday, uh-huh. Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. I was on the site whenever it started. I get put everything in, all my information, all that, and then I get to place order button. I press place order. And it said, out of stock. And my heart, it, it was crushed, man. I, I think I think I cried. Loki. I saw I sold out in three seconds. Well, yeah, so it came out at 8. And then I refreshed it at 8 o'clock. And then it was already out of stock. And then they Walmart tweeted or something and said that they're opening it up again at like 8.30 or something. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I was on, but still no luck, man. Jeez. I saw all these celebrities now are going on Twitter. If somebody you know retweets or likes their tweet, then they'll give away a PS5. Cap. Yeah. They just want some more followers and retweets. They're lying to us. Watch if I make a tweet like that. Yeah. I wonder, if, you know. I wonder if the Xbox Series X is available. I've not, I haven't even checked. I mean, that's that doesn't have as much hype, but I think it's out of stock as well. Yeah. Crazy. Jeez, but. You know, uh, a lot of stuff going on in the world. You know, I feel like when we talk about COVID, it's the same thing. You know, people are dying. People are getting hospitalized. Wear your mask, all that. Um, but, you know, music scene has been a little bit better as of lately. Um, we had St. John. I, we kind of forgot to talk about it, honestly. There was a lot going on that week anyway. But St. John released an album, um, like, a little over a week ago. And all in all, it was 13 songs. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Um, did you have a chance to listen to it at all? Yeah, I don't really listen to St. John a whole lot, but I don't know. I kind of like his voice. Yeah. He had, he had a solid voice. Um, I don't mind his music. The album was cool. You know, I'm not... I mean, I listen to the whole thing. You know, I normally say I just listen for features, but I actually listened to the whole thing this time, and I thought he, he was pretty good. You know, he's definitely mm-hmm. on his, his way up. He's definitely yep. on the come up. Yeah, I would say I like uh, the song with J.I.D., 
a lot. Quarantine Wifey. Yeah. <laughs> it's a funny title. And then the song with Black and Kalani was also good. Um, yeah. That's a good With the election year, it was like the part two, basically, of the first Monica Lewinsky he did. Um, yeah. That was okay. It wasn't bad. It was short. It was a pretty short album, which, honestly, I kind of liked. So Yeah. I mean, we're talking about the length of an album. Did you see how long Yachty's album was? I didn't see how long it was, but I, I listened to it a little bit. Oh, it was like 27 songs, I think. Oh my gosh. I don't know. It's just, you know, it's, it's too much, man. It's too many yeah. songs. Yeah, yeah, 27 songs. I listened to a couple of them. A couple of them. I forget which ones I listened to. Uh, it was the one. One of them was with uh, Thugger and I think it was Lil Durk. Yeah, Till the Morning. Yeah, that one was boo-boo. Did not like that one. Um, I like the one with Lil Baby. And, and then I, the one with Future and Cardi was okay. I like... Really? It was okay. I did not I like the Future's thing. part. With Okay. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't like Yachty's part with the one with Lil Baby, but I liked Lil Baby's part. Yeah, I liked his Future's part on those two songs I mentioned. I will say one thing that I hate that sometimes rappers do is they will always... But like whatever the title of the song is, they'll repeat that word or those two words over and over and over again in the beginning. Like with the one with Future and Playboy Cardi, I think they said flex up for probably like the first 30 seconds of the song. I'm like, I'm not trying to hear that. What like <laughs> flexing up? Come like, on, bro. They get into like the... No flex zone, bro. Come on. <laughs> it's just... I'm just like, get into the song. Like, There's enough time built in where you can like you know, build up like, yeah, here we go, and whatever, you know, get into it. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can get into it pretty easily, but you don't have to say the name of the song over and over and over again. Yeah, I feel it just, it just yeah. but uh, no, Lil Yanni, uh, he hasn't really been good for a few years or really released much in a few years, like what 2017 ish was like, his, you know, I think his. Best song has been One Night, and that came out in, like, 2016. Yeah, that might be one. Then, like, yeah, that one was good. Yeah, since then, he hasn't really done much. I mean, he's been featured on a few songs, but his own music himself is it's not really in anymore. Uh, to me, even, like, when you look at some of the songs that, I don't know, at least I like, he always seems to have a feature with it. Like, Oprah's bank account was with Baby and Drake. Yeah, I like that song. I like that one, too. Um, and even like Yacht Club with Juice World, I feel like yeah, he needs to have some sort of feature or needs to be featured on something for him to be con- for his song to be considered good. Yeah. But I'm gonna always have a soft spot in my heart for Lil Yachty though because he did sing, he did title a song called Minnesota, and we used to play that thing at parties all the time. So yeah. I, I, uh, I, 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 I got some love for Yachty, even though his music isn't always that good. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but, you know, we got we kind of got lied to. You know, I remember maybe three podcasts ago, like episode seven or six, we mm-hmm. said Young Thug was dropping an album on uh, Black Friday, and we didn't get it. Uh, pretty disappointed. You know, yeah. he he released a single, but that was only on Spotify for ten hours, and then it was gone. Like, you didn't even get a chance to hear I didn't it. See it? Yeah. It was just kind of disappointing not to get the album. 
Because, I mean, I wasn't really looking forward to Yachty's album. I was really only looking forward to Young Thug's album. Because Young Thug always has good features, too. Exactly. But yeah. then it was just a disappointment, you know? I was about to get turned up Thanksgiving, but no. I had to drink my sorrows away. <laughs> Young Thug disappointed me. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. I checked this. I think I saw it because Daily Rap Facts, we, that's where we always get the releases from because they always tweet on Thursday mornings. And then on Friday mornings, they always tweet, uh, just in case, you know, something didn't drop the night before. They always say, oh, this is what this is the music that's out now. So I went and saw that this morning. I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, Thug dropped a single at least. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, let me go look. And it just wasn't there. Like, it just wasn't good enough. Like, you need to fix something. You know what that means, Quinn? What does it mean? Drink away, man. Drink, drink it all away. And listen to some little Yachty. Mm, no shot. <laughs> no, no. Did listen to though, Baboni. Oh. You did drop an album yesterday, Baboni. So, yeah. No, no, no. I didn't listen to it, but Baboni. If anybody seen that ad with Snoop Dogg, that's what I was gonna go for Halloween. But had a little conversation. <laughs> that's probably one of the best ads of twenty twenty, Baboni, because he's the playa. You feel me? No big deal. He's a goofy. He's a goofy dude. Yeah. Uh, clips of him at NBA games, just making a fool out of himself. And yeah, that's what you can do when you're rich and famous. <laughs> do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I gotta be in a certain little mood to listen to some uh, Spanish music. I gotta, I gotta be in this in the right mindset for it. Um, I, I like jumped around a few songs for it uh, this morning, and you know, I mean, it's good. Would I listen to it every day? No, but you know, if you uh, if I'm in the little espanol mood or something you know if i'm in uh florida or somewhere i'll well, yeah i'll bump it why not okay get loose runner runner yeah yeah um but i saw also that little wayne not little wayne lil wayne sorry uh yeah he dropped something on youtube which I was kind of surprised to see. I, I like again. I, I thought it was he was gonna release it on Spotify this morning, so I went and go went and looked, and I didn't see it. So had to take another had to take another drink for that one. Um, yeah. But you said it was on YouTube, right, Jay? Yeah. So first of all, you know, uh, DJ Khaled releases a little snippet like when Tuesday, Wednesday mm-hmm. about how this mixtape is gonna drop. Blah blah. blah. So this is another thing I'm excited for. You know, I'm like, oh, mixtape about to drop, you know, Thanksgiving night when the songs come out at, you know, 12 Eastern. I'm going to get loose. You know, I'm going to listen to the songs and the song with Drake's. You know, I got to listen to that. And boom, disappointed again. Doesn't drop. So now I'm a little hopeful for Friday. I'm like, okay, okay, you know, it's, it's going to drop in like Friday morning. But no, I got to wait till Friday night. And then it drops on YouTube. And like, I can't, I can't put that on a playlist, you know. I don't have a YouTube playlist. I can't, you know, put that on my workout playlist. So it was just, it was disappointing. But Drake and Lil Wayne's song was good. I didn't listen to the rest of it because I'm not really listening to music on YouTube, you know. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna check right now. I wonder if you released it on uh, SoundCloud. Cause that'd be- yeah, that's true. A lot of artists do put their stuff on. You don't want to pay whatever amount of money for it. Mm-hmm. Uh- I never even thought about buying SoundCloud, you know, because like you pay for Spotify, 
Yeah. I thought about buying SoundCloud because what? It's no ads, and then some albums you get. Yeah. You normally wouldn't get because they're like somebody will copyright it and then just throw it on there anyway. Yeah. It's interesting. But I don't think it's on. It's not on there. It's not on Spotify. Wait, unless it's. Is it 21 songs? I thought it was just. 21? I found something. No, I don't think this is it. A little Wayne thing that's 21 songs? No, it's probably one of those. No, it is on here. It is, yeah. No Things 3 is 21 songs. I found the one with Drake. You found the one with Drake? Yeah, the song with Drake on there. He also has um, some other features on here as well. But... Where are you find? Oh, it's on SoundCloud? Yeah, on SoundCloud. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. All right, I respect it. I respect it. A little wheezy. A little Wayne. I don't really listen to Lil Wayne like that, though. He's a big Packer fan, so I've always got to respect him. Yeah, he's also a Trump fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. And I lost I lost respect for him when he tweeted that picture. Yeah. But, you know, like at the end of the day, Trump, Packers, you know, one might outweigh the other. You know? <laughs> Just whatever you feel like. True. True. Um, but you know, we we come on the show every week. We talk about rappers. We talk about new albums, new singles, new projects coming up. Um, in your professional opinion, right now, Jacob. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Professional. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Continue. I think I think we reached that stage. Where, you know, we're we're considered professionals in our uh, what we do. So, Respect. in your professional opinion. As an, as, an, as an influencer. Ooh, okay. Which rapper, which rapper do you think is the hottest right now? And which rapper do you think is on the way out? Hottest rapper right now? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Honestly? I'm going to say minus Drake. Minus Drake. Drake right now? Yeah, I'm saying I mean, exclude him. Oh, minus Drake. I thought you said mine is Drake. My bad. Uh, right now? You know, I don't like to say it. Because I don't like this guy. But honestly, NBA Youngboy might be one of the hottest rappers right now. I mean, I don't listen, I don't listen to the dude, but he has a fat fan base. Yeah, and his stuff is all over, you know, every popular playlist that anybody comes out with. Mm-hmm. So he's, I mean, he's got to be up there. I'd also put Lil Baby in there. He, I mean, he hasn't dropped a song in a while, but... He's definitely had a breakout year. I mean, he's, he was already good last year, but he's definitely, you know, blown up more this year. Yeah, I, I think. I think if Roddy Rich drops soon, then he'll be back, you know, like most like most upcoming rapper right now. Because that album was good. That album was really good. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I think on the come up right now, uh, I think that... Little baby is a great pick for that. I think mm-hmm. he's featured on a lot of things too. So I think him, he puts out a lot of music, and a lot of his music is good. And he, you know, changes up the way he raps. Um, it's not the same kind of thing you hear every time. Uh, but I'm actually, I'm gonna go with Jack Harlow right now. On I think come up. I think he's on the come up. Yeah, because okay. you know, ever since Triple he was re- freshman of the year. Okay. Yeah. Every, I mean, ever since he released. Um, you know what's popping. You know that song with Taylor too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of his 
his fan base has grown a lot. And I think have you seen Have you seen his Instagram stories? No, I don't follow. Oh, dude, it's hilarious. He just he says some crazy stuff, but it's just so funny. Yeah, no, he's, no, he's a goofy dude for sure. Um, but also, like you think about the things he raps about, like he had that that song called Tyler Hero, and I think he's just he's appealing to a much younger generation of rap music fans. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's also got like a good little flow to him, and I mean I, I like him personally, but uh, you know he has he hasn't put out that much music, which I think has kind of worked in his benefit. But um, I think he's definitely uh, on the on the come up right now. I think um, I got two more people. So first, I'm at a girl. I think Meg's yes, yeah, making her way up again. I mean, she already came up last year, but she's still putting out you know solid music for her. And then mm-hmm. I think if Pop Smoke was still alive, I think oh, he good. would be getting you know like he'd be up there. I mean. When he died, you know, obviously his music's going to get played more and more people are going to listen to him. But I think if he stayed alive, like by now, he would reach that point of where a lot of more people are listening to him. That's true. So, yeah, I think he would also be in there. But for the second part of the question, who's falling off or who's on their way out? Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going to go with the baby. I think that's a good pick. Uh, like he just released an album and... You know, we didn't even talk about it. <laughs> so yeah, his, we weren't really concerned like, about it. His album really wasn't for fans. It seemed like it seemed like it was more for. I think it was his friend or his cousin or somebody that had died. Yeah, it was a family she, thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, respect to him making a whole album about that, but nevertheless, you know, we have to be critical. And I'm gonna say that, you know, he's on his way out. Mm-hmm. He was. It was the best thing in last year, and now it's just not the same. Yeah. Um, for me, I think that I think the baby. I think he was going to be probably my second uh, artist on the way up. And this one, I think, might upset a lot of people. Um, but one because I'm not a fan of this person. Not really, at least not not as of lately. And I think. He the more music he continues to put out, the more people just continue to dislike him. Uh, and that's a little Uzi. He has a big following, obviously, but for me, like, I think Uzi's on his way out. I think he's kind of reached that. He's a little bit older. He's kind of reached that point where he's just his music just isn't good. It's just not good. His album with Future, I think it hurt both of their reputations. Honestly, I like Future a lot, but I think. It kind of it, it made it made them both dip down a little bit. So I think this is kind of the beginning of the end for Lil Uzi, at least in my opinion. Okay. Music for a long time. Um, I guess not that long of a time, but you know his his peak was was a while ago, it was back you know five six years ago, and it's just ever since then, you know, it just hasn't really got much better. Um, so I think he's on his way up for me at least. Yeah, well, you know, for whoever's listening to this, you know, let us know who you guys think is the hottest rapper right now and who's on his way out. But before we get into sports, Quinn, you know what uh, the versus is? The versus uh, things with the two artists that play their top hits? All right, I got three situations for you. Ready? Okay. Start with probably the most popular one that I hear. Drake and Kanye. 
Yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm taking Drake all day. I don't fuck with Kanye anymore. Are you taking it easy? Like, easily Drake? Yeah. It's close. For real? Right now? I'm taking well, I'm, No, it would be their best hits. Like, 15 of their best hits. Up against oh. Oh. Not okay. right now. It's just, you know, their best songs. Okay. But yeah, right now, Kanye's kind of washed. But back in the day, Kanye was a different animal. But the same beast. <laughs> so who am I taking? Like you match up fifteen of their best songs. Like fifteen of their best songs, head head to head. Like who are you taking? Um, I think I'm still taking Drake, but I agree, I agree. But it would definitely be a lot closer than a lot of people say. Yeah, I, I especially I, now with Kanye, you know, being a weirdo and everything, people would automatically say Kanye. I mean Drake, but if they think about you know, what he's done in his past, you know, it would be closer than you think. I, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be mad if it goes out of the way. Yeah, I mean, Kanye, like, we, we've talked about this before, but when you match up, um, or when you think about the person who has, like, the greatest number of, like, of hits, it's almost always the people in that conversation are Drake and Kanye. And we've talked about Chris Brown, too, being in there, too. So, I, I don't know. I think Drake has the most hits out of any rapper ever. Um, especially now in this like generation where music is shared so much, but they're both yeah right there. All right, second one, J Cole and Kendrick. Ooh, that's a good one too. They're both such lyrical lyrical rappers. Um, I think I gotta take J Cole simply because Kendrick hasn't put out music in the last whatever three years, three years since yeah. Humble. Yeah, but like. Kendrick's got some hits too, though. He's got some really big hits. But J. Cole just continues to, to raise up his game. Yeah, I mean, Kendrick's verse on Busta Rhymes' album was good. But mm-hmm. Busta Rhymes is, you know, kind of washed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'd take J. Cole as well, because, you know, he still comes out with good music. And he's a, bu- and he's a bucket on the court. So I think it's yeah, a little plus NBA. one for me. You said what? So he's about to make the NBA. <laughs> Shit. You know how many people be mad at that, bro? If he just gets a free tryout, <laughs> I, know. I know. I mean, I like, you think about though, how much revenue that would bring in for an NBA franchise. Like, I mean, knowing Jordan as an owner, he probably will. Because I mean, I don't think he's a very good owner, to be honest. No, we'll get that later. Yeah. Last one, Chris Brown, Usher. Oh man, I think when. To me, but like I love both of their music, but I think more people vibe with Chris Brown than they do with Usher. Okay, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Chris Brown. All right, so the thing for me, I'm I'm I'm, you know a little it's a difficult one because Chris Brown and Usher are probably, if not the top two, like my top two favorite artists ever. Mm -hmm. But like 15 best songs against 15 best songs, I think I'm gonna have to take Usher on this one. Mm, okay. Because my favorite album of all time is the Confessions album. And I don't know, like, yeah, Chris Brown has hits, but so does Usher. Like, I think Usher's definitely slept on. I mean, I don't think people remember that that man was, you know, kind of a different breed. But Chris Brown does put out a lot more music than him. You know, Chris Brown's albums be having 30 songs. Yeah, he has, he puts out a lot more music. So, I mean, you could say, like, quantity over quality. I mean, quality over quantity type of thing, but... I just put out a lot of stuff, too, though. Huh? I said, I just put out a lot of stuff, too, though. 
Yeah, his stuff hasn't, like, his most recent stuff. Like, right now, I take Chris Brown, like, with the music that's coming out now. But if it was, you know, 15 hits against each other, I mean, it could go either way. But personally, I take Usher. Yeah, I know, like, Chris Brown, to me, like, he can, he's more versatile than Usher. Yeah. Chris yeah, Brown's because Chris Brown is, like, he sings, raps. I don't really, you know, Usher's not much of a rapper. Like if I think of Usher, I think he's more, he's a singer. I mean, think Chris Brown can say, yeah, he's a singer, dancer, rapper. I don't yeah. put Chris uh, Usher in the rapper category. Yeah, I would agree, though, that Usher's definitely slept on. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Chris Brown, to me, like, I think more people will. Like, yeah, I, I think, think the number of hits he has, like, the great, he has a greater number of hits than Usher. But yeah, like, your quality over quantity argument is very valid as well. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, it could go either way. I'd like to yeah. see what other people think about that. Yeah. Especially, I mean, all three of those, you know, can go either way. And I know. I, if somebody were to pick the other one, I wouldn't be like, oh, you're so dumb. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, all of them have at least, you know, like 15 songs I would just straight vibe with. Yeah, you can argue either side. Yeah. But, you know, music, you know, we have a, little, a lot to talk about music today. It's kind of yeah. a good start. <laughs> You know, maybe music's on the come up end of the year. I mean, in a month and you know some change, we're getting a little Drake album. So finally, forward to I might mention that every week if I have to <laughs> make the weeks go by quicker. But we got a little bit of sports. Um, you know, Thanksgiving, all that good stuff. But tonight, tonight, the fight we've been waiting for a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. First. Before the main fight, we have a YouTuber fighting a former basketball dunk competition champ, Jake Paul and Nate Robinson. Quinn, who you got? I got Nate Robinson in this. He's making his his boxing debut tonight. Um, You know, Nate Robinson, people forget, is so athletic. He can jump out of the gym. He's so fast. He can... Remember that play where uh, I think he like let the ball roll up and then he like grabbed the ball real quick and get into like, a little pull up, pull up three. Even with like the he did like a jump ball with somebody, and instead of jumping, he like ran around everybody. Like got the ball real quick and then started dribbling. Yeah, and like, he freaking pinned LeBron. <laughs> yeah, he pinned LeBron on the backboard. I like, I know like you're not gauging jumping ability in a boxing match, but it, it definitely tested. It's a it attests to his endurance. and Well, yeah, he's definitely a better athlete than Jake Paul. Yeah, and his hand speed, too. I I think Jake Paul is going to be much more power, but Nate Robinson's going to be much more endurance. So I wouldn't be surprised if this fight goes on for a while. Um, so you think it's going to go to, like, decision? Yeah, I think it could go to a decision. I don't no think knockouts? No, I don't think, I don't think somebody's getting knocked out. I mean, I know Jake Paul, you know, like, knows how to box because he's, you know, had his little fights before. Jake Paul's a little bitch, though, but man. But he's just a clown. So I hate, I'm not really. <laughs> I really hate that dude. You see, he dressed up as Super Saiyan for the for the weigh-in. For real? Yeah. Oh yeah, see, I did see that. Yeah. And then and then they were asking him. They had he like told, he told Nate's kids not to watch. <laughs> I'm like, how are you gonna talk about some of these kids like that? <laughs> no, I'm. I do not. I do not mess with Jake Paul. I don't think he's that good. To be honest with you, I think he's all talk. I think he's gonna get popped in the mouth. 
So I know I talked. We talked about this last time, but this dude made a diss track about teachers, man. How do you do that? How do you do it? It's like it, it makes no sense. But I think I honestly think Nate Robinson is going to win that fight. I think it'll be close. I think it'll go to a decision. I mean, I hope Nate wins. I think it'll be funny more than anything. Yeah, they're definitely going to be talking crazy to each other. <laughs> I don't think Nate, but no, no, I don't no. think Nate. I, when they were talking in uh, uh, when they were going back and forth in the weigh-in, Nate Robinson just said, "See you Saturday. See you Saturday. See you Saturday." I wish, over and over. I wish there was fans, bro. Like oh. there would be so many, you know, like famous people in the stand in in the stands in the arena watching this. It would just be hilarious to see everybody's reaction. Yeah, one. I think that would be really funny. And then with the next fight, you know, we got Mike Tyson. You know, he's fifty plus years old. Roy Jones, he might be fifty two. So mm-hmm. first we got some dudes that aren't very experienced boxing, and then we got two dudes that are very experienced. Really old. Yeah, who you like in that fight? Well. I mean, I know everybody's been seeing what Mike's been doing. You know, we get all these ESPN videos, Bleach Report, all that house of highlights, and that looks like a bad man. That's yeah. what I got to say. So I'm going to take Mike Mike Tyson tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roy Jones, when they had their little weigh-in, he looked kind of scared. And I know he said before that, you know, stepping in the ring with Mike Tyson, you got to be crazy. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty interesting to see. Yeah. I mean, Roy Jones Jr. is definitely a better pound-for-pound boxer than Mike Tyson is. But when you think about the kind of dude that Mike Tyson is, he does not know how to stop. He will – like, he might really hurt Roy Jones Jr. Mike Tyson, all he knows is how to just – Pound people, and Roy Jones Jr. is a little bit taller than Mike Tyson is, and you know how much Mike Tyson loves that little uppercut, and yeah. it could, it could be. I think there's, I think Mike Tyson's gonna knock out Roy Jones Jr. Um, but like Roy Jones Jr. was a great fighter back, boxer back in his day. Like people consider him. I mean, he fought in the Olympics. He was one of the best boxers really of like his time. Um, but he also fell off. You know, he lost a lot of fights at the end of his career to some people he probably should have beat. Yeah, that's what happens, though, when you get yeah. old. Yeah. I mean, Mike Tyson lost, like, he's lost, like, six times or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I mean, when I think about Mike Tyson, I don't really think about him losing, but, you know, he's lost before. Yeah. Roy Jr. has been knocked out more times than Mike Tyson has as well, which I don't know if it'll be, it plays that big of a role. I mean, but when you get to be 50, I think Mike Tyson's 54, Roy Jones Jr. is 51. When you, mm-hmm. get to, you get to be that old. All it takes is one punch and you're done. Like you could be, that could be something that messes you up for your future. Like I don't know. I it's gonna be a crazy fight. I think. I think if they're like, if they're anything messed up their future futures, it was probably you know twenty years boxing and taking them beatings. I don't yeah. think getting knocked out now is gonna change much of the outcome of you know. Oh, brother, old. Brother old. <laughs> Yeah, they're still, like, in great shape, but old dudes. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we'll see what happens. should be pretty interesting. I'm um, ex- I'm, yeah, I'm excited, too. But, you know, this is uh, – I mean, sports is kind of doing something cool with all this, you know, these boxing, like, you know, random famous people boxing each other, <laughs> old boxers fighting each other. And then even yesterday with the match, 
you know, a little, little golf match between Peyton Manning, Steph Curry against Charles Barkley, Big Chuck, and Big Phil Mickelson. Before the match, who, who'd you have winning, Flynn? Honestly, I had I'd, – I'd never seen Chuck swing a golf club, but I knew Steph was pretty good. I knew Peyton was decent. So I actually picked um, Peyton and Steph to win the game or win the match or whatever. Um, but, no, they got they got crushed. Like, I think at one point, I think it was on hole, like, four or five, uh, Chuck turned to the camera and he said, get those law and order tapes to be running in about five holes. <laughs> yeah. You talk about how, you know, Steph and Peyton were just going to – we're going to just – crash and burn which i mean they didn't crash and burn they're both good golfers but um chuck held his own chuck chuck was good uh you you saw it on the greens you know he had he struggled from the tee box he only hit a five iron really just because that's the only thing he could hit straight but it was funny did you see those uh the rest of the tnt crew joining him on there yeah it's goofy ass <laughs> it was funny um for me i actually pick Chuck and Phil just because Phil's a professional. That's <laughs> yeah, true. And like, I mean, me and Phil, I mean, I don't know. I think if Phil's on my team, I have a good chance at, you know, doing something. Like if they were playing uh like combined scores, so they all like instead of each like next hit was the next person like the other teammate. Yeah. Chuck had his own 18 holes, and then Phil had his own 18 holes, then I'd take Peyton and Steph, because Chuck would probably shoot a 90. <laughs> yeah, he would. And, you know, Phil probably shoots at least par. And, you know, that's a lot. And then I could see Steph and Peyton both shooting, you know, at least an 80. And they'd probably win. Yeah. But, yeah, just based off the fact that if Chuck hits it in, you know, the desert, Phil's going to get you out of there. So, yeah, yeah, I had them winning. But I think the whole thing was cool. I hope they do more things like this. Yeah, it was a other, fun. With other athletes and other players. I think it would be fun. I mean, did you see the um, uh, those four dudes like T-Jazz, uh, Chris, Chris London and them? They did a little golf thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so like, yeah. Things like that are really cool. Like, I like that. Yeah. It was for a good cause, too. It was for a really good cause. They were raising a bunch of money for HBCUs. Yeah. Um, I saw before the match, they had, I think, I don't think Howard's ever had a golf team in their history. And they, yeah. they them. basically, they sponsored them and they got a bunch of, of the students there fitted for golf clubs. So I thought that was really cool. They raised a bunch of money. Um, Russell Wilson even came on and donated 200,000 uh, meals to help fight hunger. So all in all, it was just like it was a really good thing to see just around Thanksgiving, too. People are giving away to each other. Um, I thought it was kind of like historic, I would say. Um, so that was really, really cool to see. But speaking of history, like the transition, um, Sarah, Fuller, Sarah Fuller, she's a goalie for Vanderbilt um, women's soccer team. She made history today as being the first female to play in a Power 5 college football game. Um, she kicked off at the beginning of the second half, and a lot of people were kind of like roasting her on Twitter for it, which I don't know. I didn't really like. But, yeah, um, I'm trying to say that her kick sucked, but it was a design squib kick to start the second half. Yeah, 
yeah um i thought it was really really cool to see though you know um just making it's history just, it's just too bad that her team sucked and didn't give her a chance to at least kick a field goal or an extra point because yeah. she really got blown out 41 nothing <laughs> 41 nothing i know i don't i think that i was looking they only had one turnover too so it's not what it wasn't really like they were turning the ball over that much they had like three turnover on down so yeah, yeah, they just kept on punting and just couldn't get any yards. I was like, all right, so. Yeah, the one time they got to the 30-yard line, they fumbled, so it was just, oh, hell. Yeah, they're 0-8 now in the season. I didn't realize Vanderbilt was that bad, but um, I don't know. Really cool to see otherwise. Yeah, uh, you know, in history, like a girl, you know, playing football regardless of the position is cool to see. Mm-hmm, for sure. I mean, uh, hopefully – she has a good uh, offensive line when she's kicked her field goals. I think she doesn't get cracked or something because that would be tragic. Well, I don't think she'll be playing the rest of the season. Um, not, they 0-8. <laughs> yeah, but I think the only reason she got called up is because of their their kicker has was on the COVID list. Yeah. So I think like once the regular kicker comes back, it would make sense. But, I mean, why not? At least a chance to kick a field goal or extra point, I think. Yeah, I would like to see what their normal kicker is doing from the... Or let her, you know, catch the snap, roll out, tutty, tutty lit. Yeah. Put her all over the field. Honestly. A uh, wildcat, have her run to the corner. Yeah, for real. Going into basketball, though, you know, college, football, college basketball, sorry, made its return uh, this this past Thursday, I think it was. Thursday? Wednesday. Yeah, whatever the 28th was. Uh, and you know, there was some early tournaments going around around the country and it's kind of fun having college basketball back i wasn't really sure how much i'd be into it but i watched a lot of college basketball this weekend or like this this at the end of the week um i don't know what what what'd you think about it coming back this this week i mean i think it's cool you know a bunch of my friends are playing doing well uh it's fun to see you know marquette looks okay i mean they don't look nothing special they're not gonna win the big east but they look okay uh, but, yeah, you know, having any type of basketball back, you know, NBA or college basketball makes me happy because, you know, basketball runs through my blood and veins and all that type of stuff. So it's, it's a good thing to see. Yeah. I saw Theo John was hitting, uh, hitting threes now for Marquette. Uh, that could be dangerous. My boy can catch and shoot from deep. Hey, first round pick, baby, let's go. Good. But, yeah, then again, they haven't really played anybody. But... And I'm excited because, you know, we're friends with some of the guys in that team. So after these, these first couple rounds of games, first, first couple games, who do you think is your favorite to win it all? My favorite to win the whole thing is the number one team in the nation right now, Gonzaga. I've never liked Gonzaga at all. I don't know why. I've just never, you know. But they got two good big men that have both got, at like, average 24 in their first two games. And then Jalen Suggs is also a bucket. Mm-hmm. So, right now, they look probably like the most complete team. Um, you know, they beat, what was it? They play Arizona, Kansas? They played? Yeah, Kansas. Yeah, so, they, I mean, they already beat our, num- the number six team in the country early on. Yeah. So, you know, it's already a good look. Uh, but, yeah, they, they probably look like, my early season favorite as for a lot of people since they're you no know, ranked the number one team in the country. Yeah. Um, they're my favorite as well. 
Jalen Suggs, I played against him in high school. He was in my conference. He's 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 a real deal. He's at, I, he was NBA ready coming out of high school. He can pass the can pass the ball, can shoot the three, can get to the rim, get fouled, make free throws. I think he's one of the more complete players in college basketball right now. And I think over the course of the season, people are going to start to see that. But like you said, they had they got that dude Drew Timmy, who's like six ten. He's basically, he's basically like Frank Kaminsky without a jump shot. I think he's got such good for, footwork. He can be spinning, euro stepping, all that. He's fast in transition. Uh, and then they got shooters all over the court, too. So I think they're number one team for a reason. But I'm with you. I, for some reason, I've never really liked Gonzaga. Yeah, never. Maybe it's because they play in such a weak conference, so everybody thinks they're going to be really good. Get yeah. smacked sometimes when they play big teams. Uh, but, you know, I think they're they're definitely on the come up in terms of, like, a program. Yeah, so, I mean, getting Jalen oh, is, is a big, big pick, big move for them. Yeah. Yeah, I saw somebody was saying that they're like the college basketball team of the century, and I was like, "Whoa, chill." I mean, like, two games they all, in, they are always like top ten, but of the century, no, they haven't won. Yeah, I could. I mean, who knows? We we'll, we'll, might be talking about them differently by the end of the season, but I think, yeah, I think it's a little early to be saying that. I got. Uh, I also. I was, really, wait, you go. I was gonna say I also really like. Iowa right now. Yeah, Garza dropped 41. <laughs> yeah, that Garza, that dude is straight from the farm line. This dude is like seven foot, 250. He's just a beast who can bully you around inside. They were playing some kind of scrub teams, but I think they played Southern. We had 40-some points. But you don't really see that kind of, those kind of numbers in a college basketball game. I don't know why. Like, in the end, name is Marcus Howard. Yeah, unless it's Marcus Howard. But <laughs> you see guys going for 40 every night. Because it's such an isolation-focused game, but college basketball is very much a team, much more team dynamic than it is in the NBA. So you just don't see somebody putting up those kind of numbers as often. Yeah, but I think Iowa could be dangerous. I think they're a tough team. They got shooters too. Matt Garza is just the guy that holds it all together. So I like I like them too. I think they could make a run. I got like, well, I want to see how Baylor does because I mean they're the number two team in the country. And I don't yeah. even know who plays for them. But for some reason, you know, they're number two. They might be good. Villanova looked good, honestly. Uh, James Robinson Earl dropped 28, you know, a little slight 28. I thought he was good. And then mm-hmm. the team they beat, Arizona State. I think Arizona State could make a push in March Madness once it gets deeper in the season. Yeah. they got some young they got guard, a little guard who can shoot. Yeah, Josh Christopher is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, it's good to have it back. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh uh, Illinois looked kind of good too. I mean, they'll play some scrubs, but they'll blow yeah. up by fifty. I was surprised that they were they ranked number eight in the country. Yeah, they're supposed to be really good this year. Yeah. I'm surprised the Badgers are seventh. They get, they're they're a pretty veteran veteran team. They got a lot of seniors. Their starting five is seniors. Yeah. But uh, you said what? So yeah, I think they could be good. The Badgers. Um, when Illinois played Ohio, did you see the dude from Ohio story? Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Averaging two points in high school, you know, goes to AAU tournament. Has a coach tell him to go to the prep school. He's on like the third team prep school. Gets moved up to the second team, then he's on the first team. Gets moved back down to the third team. 
drops a triple double, and then you know he makes his own little mixtape, puts it on Twitter, and he gets a scholarship to Ohio. And then he dropped thirty last night. So, no. congrats to that guy. Good for him. He was six foot one forty five, and uh, as a senior, yeah. he was he was skinny. You know, good for him. That's probably what we should have done. Made a little Twitter mixtape. Yeah, could have got a scholarly, but hey, you know, maybe in the next life. Yeah, maybe in the next life. Um, I do have a question for you. We already have a big upset in college basketball. Um, Virginia, the number four team in the country, lost. Uh, do you do you think Virginia should be worried about that? About that though? No, it's early in the season. Um, it's only the second game with our boy Sam. Sam Howes, we missed the game winner. Disappointing. Yeah. But I don't think they should be worried. I mean, San Francisco, are they a good team? They're okay. They're not. They shouldn't beat the what, number four team in the country. Or yeah. Six, four. Yeah, four. Uh, I mean, that's a huge win for them. And it definitely helps them, you know, towards the end of the season if they make the tournament or not. But, I mean, it's too early to say, uh, you know, that they should be worried about a loss. Like, if the, the Chiefs lost game one of the season this year, I wouldn't say, you know, oh, they should start panicking. So Some, I think they'll, I think they'll be okay. Some Bennett teams, though. Huh? Some about Tony Bennett teams, though. They keep they, – they get upset. Yeah, UMBC. That was crazy. That was ridiculous when that happened. I know. I, I just, mean – I think it's just the style of basketball they play is so slow, methodical, team-oriented. That when you have a team that comes out and just fires threes like Saint Brent, like San Francisco did, mm. they can kind of they can upset you. Yeah, the thing is, I mean, late game they just disappeared. You know, it was eight, they had an eight zero run, San Fran, to take the lead, and you know they they lost. So yeah. it was kind of you know tough for them. But yeah. I mean, it's definitely too early to you know put, press the panic button. They still have like three, four months left of college basketball to get, you know, get ready for the tournament. Yeah. And you see a lot of these coaches too. I forget who I was watching, but I think it, it might have been uh, Villanova. But Jay Wright basically told his team, look, y'all, like, it's not going to be perfect. You know, everybody's been out of practice. They haven't really been as a team for that long. It's not going to be it's not going to be perfect basketball, and I think a lot of teams are realizing that. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see a lot of these upsets. I mean, we saw in college football too. We hit, like you had these high ranked teams getting beat by like thirty to these unranked teams. So I think it'll just take some time for everybody to kind of get their bearings under them. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, um, but transitioning a little bit to uh, to the higher ups of the basketball. In the basketball world, we got the NBA. We're going to recap a little bit about this free agency. You know, last time we spoke to you, we were giving you live updates in the studio from Marquette University. Um, but we had a, a couple more signings. We just want to kind of wrap up before uh, before the season starts on December 22nd. So I think of note, there was a couple. Uh, was Bogdanovich going to the Hawks. We had um, Gordon Hayward, I think, signed with the Hornets after we spoke. I signed Whiteside, signed with the with the Kings, and there were just a couple more re-signings that were that were important to talk about. Um, but out of the whole entire free agency, Jay, out of everything that happened, it was a pretty busy, pretty busy time. Who do you think was the best signing? The best signing, all of the NBA. I mean, 
That's new. We didn't talk about that last week. Montrez Harrell. That's true. So, uh, I mean, that's kind of a big deal. I mean, I think the Clippers getting a Baca could be good for them. They'll be better defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I don't know, bro. The Lakers just kind of got better, you know? Yeah, they did. You know, I mean, they added an old-ass Marcus Hall. So, I don't know how that's going to work. But, I mean, he can still stretch the floor. Uh, to a certain extent. Uh, but, yeah, it's not – I don't think it was too crazy of a free agency, you know. I mean, I think the Rockets got better if they keep their players because they signed Christian Wood, who's pretty underrated in my opinion. Like, he's a solid big man. And they also got Boogie. Like, if Boogie can be any type of Boogie, then that could be a solid team. Like, they got two solid big men. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to work. You know, we got to see what Russ is on, you know, see what James Harden's doing, see how they're playing. But, yeah, I'd probably go with the Lakers signing up Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, they, yeah, they got a lot, to, they got a lot to, uh, to figure out. Houston does, for sure. They got a lot of egos going on. Mm-hmm. Um, who really don't want to play with each other, it doesn't seem like. Um, but, yeah, no, I would agree with you. I think Dennis Schroeder for the Lakers, while he, not, he might not be the best player, that got moved around, I think he would definitely be one of the more impactful guys that we'll see. Yeah, Drew Holiday is going to do Drew Holiday um, on the Bucks, And I think that, you know, CP3 is going to be CP3 on the Suns as well. But I think CP3 is definitely going to make that team much better and the yeah, players on it. I think, really young. But when you think about what teams needed to get better, I think the Lakers needed that depth. And they needed that, like... Yeah, that deep now. Dennis Schroeder is who can just get you a bucket, who can clamp down defensively, um, who's the high intensity, like will do whatever it takes to win. And I think that I think for the Lakers, that was probably the biggest key for them in just maintaining and solidifying themselves as the best team in the league. And I think they did that with Schroeder. I don't think they I don't think they could have done it just with the signing of Marcus Hall, who I think is a good a good pickup for them. It's definitely better than like a JaVale McGee or Dwight Howard. Oh, um, I don't know about Dwight. Offensively. Offensively. Offensively, yeah. That's what I mean, offensively. Um, but inside, you already have AD. You have LeBron inside as one protectors. You don't really need Chavez. Marcus Saul did win a defensive player of the year. Yeah, he's just he's a little bit slower. He doesn't move yeah. down the floor as well. JaVale could kind of get out in the open floor. Um, yeah. So they lose that. But when you think about the things that Marcus Saul brings as – Somebody who can space the floor, who can rebound, um, who's just a big body, takes up space. They already have that athleticism, and I think they gained some of that athleticism with Jonas Schroeder too. Um, so for them, I think he was—he will be the most impactful pickup. He wasn't necessarily the best player that moved around, but I think he'll be the most impactful for them. But who knows? We'll see. Yeah, we got—we'll find out seven twenty-second. Um, but who do you think was was the worst signing? Gordon Hayward. They're giving that man $30, $30 million a year. Yeah. I don't know, bro. The Charlotte, though, I don't even – I mean, like, yeah, Charlotte might need a three-man. But Gordon Hayward's going to go there, and he's going to be the number one option, though. I mean, maybe it's like with the Jazz, you know. He was cold with the Jazz. 
I mean, with the Celtics, he got injured. He didn't really find his way. He didn't play well with Kyrie. He was kind of like, I mean, he, he just seemed like he was kind of trade bait because Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are so good now, and they don't they don't really need Gordon Hayward. Yeah. But, I mean, I like Gordon Hayward. I don't know. I, just think, I don't think he's a bad signing. I just think he's getting paid too much. I would agree. They're, they're a reasonably small market team, and Gordon Hayward, you basically just said, Gordon Hayward, you're going to be our guy. Yeah. And I mean, they got good guards there. Like good. They have great guards. They have Tay Rozier. They got Matt LaMelo Ball. You got Devontae Graham. Um, I, I don't really think Michael Jordan's doing that great. He's um, not the GOAT. The owner, I'll tell you that. Like, no, not. Not. I think I think definitely Gordon, the Gordon Hayward signing was the worst. Um, but even like I, talk, I look at my Timberwolves, they signed Malik Beasley to a four-year, sixty million dollar contract to a guy who's only offensive-minded. Who had, you know, I mean, he, I think he had like a DUI over the over the summer or something. Mm-hmm. Isn't that nothing really to be worried about? But it still just like adds to that adds fuel to that fire that I just don't think. He, you know, what is he getting paid? Yeah, it's a little, maybe a little much, but four years? I don't know if I want this dude on my team for the next four years. Yeah. I didn't really like like that pickup, though, either. Um, but, yeah, I, I would think the Gordon Hayward pickup was definitely the worst. Uh, I'm discrediting him. I think he's a fine player. It's just not worth that kind of money. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. We both agree on, you know, best signing or signing. But... Last thing for the NBA, you know, I mean, we'll probably talk about this again as the season comes closer. But, you know, free agencies pretty much, you know, come to an end. Like, most of the big moves have been made and teams are kind of filling them out right now. Mm-hmm. What team or teams, like, first tell me the teams that didn't make the playoffs last year that you think will make the playoffs. And then tell me, like, what team you think, you know, or teams the Lakers have the most to worry about from repeating. So, first part of the question was, which teams I think... Which teams that didn't make the playoffs that you think uh, might make the playoffs this year? Um, I think, number one, I think the Hawks. I think the Hawks will be up there, especially there in the East, which isn't as competitive as the West. But when you look at the Hawks' starting lineup right now, I mean, they... I think that their record last year was like... I think they definitely lost twice as many games as they won. But you have a guy like Trey Young, who's you know, one of the best scoring point guards. Um, you have Yad Bogdanovich, who played point guard in the Kings, but I could definitely see him moving to the two. Um, they kind of go back and forth. You know, they have Danilo Gallinari now. Um, uh, they have, they still have Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish is, I think he will be a good, I think he could get better each year in the league. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's a six eight shooting guard. He's a big guy. They, have, they added Rondo as well. Um, and then you can keep guys like DeAndre Hunter, Kevin Herter, um, and John Collins, Clint Capella. Like their lineup right now is going to be solid. I think they Did could. You talk about Bardanovich or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say yeah. Bardanovich. I say yeah, he's a six-six guard. I mean, and they drafted a pretty good player too, Big O. Yeah, that's Hunt. also a benefit. For yeah. me, I would also say the Hawks, and then like the Hawks. I mean. I think the Wizards might make the playoffs mm-hmm. here over the Magic, you know, like AC. Possibly the Hornets. We'll see. 
I want the Bulls to be good again, but I don't think they're, they're still too young. I don't know. They need, I don't know, they need an all-star in their team. But in the West, I think I think the Timberwolves have a chance if they're healthy. Mm-hmm. For sure. If they're healthy. The Suns, obviously, because they got better. And then, you know, like teams like the Pelicans, Grizzlies, even the Spurs all have a shot to make it they're this year. Right there. Like, the, because the, the, like that middle part of the Western Conference is going to be really close this year, I think. Yeah. Um, but for the first question, well, the second part of the question, I'm going to answer it first. Okay. And I think, obviously, Brooklyn, because they have Kevin Durant. And then in the West, like, you know, you got the Clippers, blah, blah, blah. But I think the Mavs, I think the Mavs might be, like, the one, two, three seed in the West this year. And, I mean, the Trailblazers got better because they added Robert Covington, but I don't think that's enough to beat the Lakers. But the Mavs, bro, Luke is different. Yeah, I would say, I would say, I would definitely say the, uh, um, the Nets. I think everybody's expecting the Nets to just kind of take it this year. Um, but, you know, you, even, like, you got a team like the Bucks who are going to, you know, make some noise in the East for sure. Um, we'll see if, you know, they even re-sign Giannis. But I think the Mavs definitely in the West will, will contend. Um, but we can't forget about Denver either. You know, they picked up – I mean, they still keep, you know, Jamal Murray. They lost Jeremy Grant, which I don't really think was that good of a pickup for the Pistons. I think they overpaid them. Um, but they even have a guy like Zeke Naji, who they drafted. I think he could be good. He's 6'11". He's a big guy. RJ Hampton, I think, could be really good as well. So, uh, and then you even have, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Michael Porter Jr., MPJ. I think he could be good, too. So He already is good, to be honest. Yeah, I think he's going to even get better. Yeah. Um, I think... They're not going to win a championship, I don't think. But I think they could. They, I could see them upsetting a team, upsetting like a two, three seed. Um, I think them against the Nuggets, uh, them against the Mavs would be a really good series. Yeah, I think they could even beat the Clippers again too, for sure. Well, yeah, probably. I mean, they lost. I think they lost a lot. Like Tory Craig and Jeremy Grant were kind of a big part of that team. Defensively, yeah. And they, I mean, against. Uh, Jim Grant was had a wet ball in the playoffs. Yeah, he did. And he shot really well. He was playing really well. A lot of Lakers fans kind of wanted him. Um, I don't know. I think those are kind of big losses. But they made up for those losses, and they drafted well. And they're, like, you know, the young players are getting better. And then Will Barton will be back, who's pretty underrated in my opinion. I think Will Barton's really good. He's bouncy, too. Yeah, and Michael Malone's a good head coach for them too. I think he could. I think no matter what, they could can they can contend. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think it'll be good to see. We've got a little, little less than a month now before NBA season restart. Um, I saw TNT's doing the first game. So. Yes, we like. Yeah, we'll definitely talk more about basketball when it gets closer because preseason starts probably in two weeks. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And we'll probably talk about, you know, K D playing, see how he looks, blah blah blah. Uh but know. you know, this past sure. week this past week, uh, you know, Thanksgiving had two games. We had the Lions get destroyed by the Houston Texans and then we had the Washington football team take a shit on the Cowboys. <laughs> so uh yeah, so how'd you feel about the Thanksgiving game? 
Uh, I was a little disappointed that they weren't a little bit closer. Uh, yeah, both teams put up 41 that one. Both teams put up 41. And I was, I was looking forward to that Steelers-Ravens game, too. Uh, we didn't get that. Um, but, you know, it was, it was fun to see football. I definitely take NBA on Christmas Day over Thanksgiving. There's five, five games of, you know, maybe the ten best teams in the league all playing each other. Yeah. And Thanksgiving always has the stupid Cowboys. Like, nobody cares. And the Lions. When's the uh, last time both of them being good? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I thought Deshaun Watson played really, really well. I mean, he threw four. I'm looking at the stats right now. 318 yards, four touchdowns. I think Deshaun Watson, one of the best quarterbacks in the AFC. Uh, so, it was fun to see him play well. But also, he's going against the Doodoo Lions, who have one of the worst defenses in the league. Uh, and then the Washington game. It was it was whatever. I honestly I, I took a nap for the first half of it. So yeah, I fell asleep. Uh, so yeah. you know, I was a little jet lag. Had to get my hours back. Yeah, it was it was okay. You know, Dallas played horribly. I don't know what the hell Mike McCarthy was doing on that fourth and ten from their own twenty five. The fake punt? Huh? Oh my God, the fake punt? Yes, the fake punt. They tried to hit him with the Philly special on a punt. <laughs> I'm saying like, if you if you're gonna do a fake punt, it's gotta be quick. Yeah. It's like, boom, boom, you're running, you're off, you're throwing the ball. When you have that, they, were, they did like an end around. And I'm like, when you're doing that, the guys who are on the line, they're going to notice that the ball is not in tape, and they're going to all run back, which is what happened. An end around, like, rarely works, to be honest. Like, it doesn't work that often. Yeah, but even, the, I mean, they went for enough fourth and inches, didn't get it. They didn't hand it off to Ezekiel Elliott. That's for Max League, yeah. It was just horrible, like horrible coaching, horrible execution. I think it was more on Mike. I think the game was more on Mike McCarthy than anybody. Um, so you know, it wasn't great games to watch. I ended up turning it off. I didn't finish it. So um, I don't know. What did you think about it? Anything else you wanted to add? Um, well, the reason I picked the Texans to win so many games, like if you listen to our past podcast, uh, I picked the Texans like three or four times, and they lost every time. And just solely based on because they have Deshaun Watson at quarterback. Yeah. And I've, like, he's been in my top five quarterbacks, and he's just proved that these past five or six weeks, he's got, like, 15 or 16 touchdowns, no picks in the past few games. And, I mean, ever since they fired Bill O'Brien, I think they're 3-2 and two now. Mm-hmm. Because they're, like, 0-5, I remember. Um, I mean, getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins is definitely going to make your team worse. So I don't know why that happened. But, yeah, Deshaun Watson, like you said, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the AFC and the league. He might be I mean, he might be number two in the AFC quarterback behind Mahomes to me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think he – I think either Houston just needs to get better or he needs to be on a better team. Yeah. He's, he's a winner. Deshaun Watson's a winner. You saw what he did at Clemson uh, to Hunter Renfro touchdown. Yeah, I remember that. That was, that was a late game. But he's a winner, and I think he's going to win a Super Bowl before he retires, if it's in Houston or if it's somewhere else. I think it has to be somewhere else. I mean, we won't get into it that much, but I just I feel bad for him. He's just not in a very good organization. Uh, yeah, they played really, really well against the Lions, but it's also against the Lions. Yeah. The Lions just um, Matt Patricia about like, before, we, before we came on today. What do you think about that firing? Well, I mean, it's, it was inevitable. He's not a good coach. You know, Jim Caldwell was much better, and they fired him after yeah. three seasons. Uh, I don't know. It's just 
He's not a good coach. He was a good def- defensive coach in New England, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but one more thing about Washington and Cowboys. You know, both those teams are my division, and I hate the Cowboys. And then the winner of that, you know, leads the division now. So it kind of sucked that the Eagles aren't in first place anymore. Um, and, you know, we got four hard games coming up, and I'm just kind of mad about that. But that's why basketball is coming back to, you know, take me out of my football misery. Yeah. So, you know, let's uh, let's finish up the podcast with everybody's favorite time to pick. Glenn, what's your record, man? How you, how you looking? Uh, right now, I picked, I picked the Lions to win that game. Um, so I'm down. We both picked the, the Washington football team to win the second. So. I'm down two right now. I'm down two. 60- oh, you already put those in? Yeah, I put those in. So I'm 65-33, and you're 67-31. So I'm down two games. Okay, okay, okay. Um, well, do, you, do you want to explain why you picked the Lions? Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't thinking. You know, it happens sometimes. <laughs> I really just woke up one day, and I was like, oh, damn, we got to make the picks. Like, we're not going to be on the podcast before. And I was like, all right, quick. You know, who – the Lions always play. They're experienced on Thanksgiving. They know what it's about. Yeah, why not? I'll pick the Lions. <laughs> uh, they're at home, you know. Yeah, I was like, they're at home. Why not? Makes sense. I was like, yeah, why not? I'll pick the Lions. Uh, and I also picked the Texans, I think, last week, the week before, whichever week they played the Browns, and they looked horrible. Yeah, they put up seven points. Like, yeah, they put up seven points and lost to the Browns. Um, so I was like, oh, Matt Stafford's, Matt Stafford's a good quarterback. I think he's underrated. Yeah, agreed. I think, and I was like, oh, you know what? Matt Savage is going to do might do much better than that. So I picked the Lions. Shouldn't have picked them, but, you know, it is what it is. Drop the game. It's not the end of the world. we got a lot of time left. Uh, but we gotta, I'll just, we'll just run through these right now. Um, first game, Raiders, Falcons. Who you got? I'm going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders. I got the Raiders as well. Um, they've looked. They've looked good these last few weeks. They're three point favorite right now. Um, Chargers, Bills. I really want the Chargers to do well because they have a black head coach, and I know black head coaches always get fired when their team like isn't the greatest. Mm-hmm. So I want them to do well, but I don't know. Buffalo's Buffalo's streaky, and sometimes you know they can randomly just put up forty points. And go crazy because Josh Allen can throw the hell out the ball, and he's got some good offensive weapons. So I'm gonna go with the Bills. I have the Bills as well. Stephon Diggs has looked he's looked good these last couple of weeks. Josh Allen's been different, even though Justin Herbert's had a great year too. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, lost, the the Chargers have a, like a, I think they have a good team. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, they, they'll be good because Keenan Allen's one of the best receivers in the league. Mike Williams is up and coming. Um, you know, Austin Eckler is a solid running back, and I think they can be good. Yeah, yeah. They lost a lot of close games. Yeah. You know, they're, like, almost as bad as the Falcons in close games. Yeah. Um, this next game, we got two kind of boo-boo teams. We got the Giants against the Bengals. Who you like in this one? You got take the Giants because Joe Burrow's out for the season. And yeah. then I think the Giants might be the best team in the NFC East, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think they're probably the best team in the NFC East, even though my team's in it. But, you know, I've just had enough of them. So I'm taking the Giants with this one. Yeah, I like the Giants too. Joe Burrow's having a pretty good year. And, yeah, to see him go out, I think it's going to really hurt them. Um, so, yeah, I like I like the Giants as well. 
this next game, we've got AFC matchup between the Tennessee Titans and Indianapolis Colts. Who do you have? Uh, in this game, I got the Colts. Okay. The Colts looked look, look good last week against the Packers, at least in the second half. Um, and, you know, Phillip Rivers, I don't, I've never been a fan of Phillip Rivers for some reason. I don't know why. I just never liked him. But he's a good quarterback. Um, Jonathan Taylor, they got their running game kind of going now, and they still have a good defense. Out. So I got them. Jonathan Taylor's out. He is? Yeah. Oh, man. But I'm taking Tennessee because Colts beat them last time. Um, I think Indianapolis is kind of injured. I don't know if you knew that. So if you want to change your pick, you can. But yeah. I think they're kind of injured. Philip Rivers is questionable right now. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Titans as well. Yeah. Be safe. You're, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks for that. But I think, I think the Titans are going to run all over them. You know, they beat the Ravens last week. Um, I mean, yeah, the Colts beat Green Bay, but Green Bay low-key kind of choked, letting them come back like that. Yeah, they did. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to take, take the Titans. I like both of these teams, though. Mm, I think both yeah. of these teams could, you know, maybe upset. I mean, I don't even, the Ravens aren't even good right now. They could upset, you know, maybe a Pittsburgh team. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Yeah, in the playoffs, I could see it. Um, this next this next game, I'll go first for this one. We got Panthers at Vikings. I think if the Vikings would have taken care of the Cowboys last week, they I'd be picking them again because I think they're actually a good team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they looked horrible at home. So, and the Panthers are actually they're a decent team. Um, oh wait, who's at home this week? I think it's in Minnesota. Minnesota's home. Oh, you know what? Actually, I'm going to have to take the Vikings, I think. Yeah, I don't know if Teddy Bridgewater's playing. He didn't play last week. Yeah. Uh, and then McCaffrey's out again. So, Minnesota. Okay, yeah, I just saw that. Um, this next one, we got Cardinals against the Patriots. Um, Patriots kind of need to win this game if they want to contend for the playoffs. Um, but Kyler Murray is different. DeAndre Hopkins is different. I like the Cardinals in this. Yeah, I like the Cardinals. Cardinals are one of those teams like Tennessee and in Indianapolis who I can see upsetting, you know, Seattle, uh, the Packers, you know, the Rams in the playoffs type, even the Bucks. I feel like they could be they could be any team. And, yeah. You know, like Hopkins and Kyler Murray is probably one of the best, you know, wide receiver quarterback duos in the league. Mm-hmm. So I can see them beating anybody. Uh, Dolphins against the Jets last played. Dolphins scrubbed 24 Jets to look for their first one of the season. And I really, really want to pick them. But um, I can't. I can't pick the Jets. Tua's looked good recently. Tua's out. And Tua's always out this week. Yeah, Fitzpatrick, maybe. I got the Dolphins. Yeah, I got Dolphins, too. Even without Tua, I'm still taking Fitz. Yeah, Fitz is good. Fitz I think Sam Darnold's starting this week, though. He's back. Wow. Yeah. So maybe they maybe an upset. Never know. Yeah. Um, next game we got Browns against Jaguars. Who do you like? I like the Browns. Jacksonville is terrible. They threw like four picks last week. They're just uh, I mean they played for some reason they played well against the Packers, but they got absolutely destroyed by the Steelers. And I think Cleveland's just gonna run all over them because their running game is ridiculous. 
Yeah, I like Cleveland too in this game. Gardner Mishnu, I think, is still going to be out. Uh, and the Browns are a good team this year. I, I don't think they're going to do well in the playoffs, but like you said, they have a good running game. Uh, and they still have Jarvis Landry and Baker's an okay quarterback. So I think the Browns are going to win this one too. Um, yeah, we got all the same one so far. But I guess we'll keep rolling. We got Saints, Broncos. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, 49ers, Rams. Rams. I like the Rams too. Um, this will be a good game. Chiefs, Buccaneers. Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping you say Bucks. I have Chiefs as well. Nah, I can't pick against my homie. Eagles, Seahawks. Oh, you're just going to skip your team? Oh, yeah, wait. Oh, yeah, Bears, Packers. Go Pack. Go Pack, oh, baby. Eagles, Seahawks. You know, man, I told you that I was going to pick against my team this week. But at the end of the day, I can't. I just I have to pick the Eagles, even <laughs> though we suck. And I know we're going to lose the next four games, and it's probably going to be four L's on my plate. But I wouldn't feel right not picking them, and then somehow we win. I just I wouldn't like it. So I'm going to have to go with the Eagles, even though it's probably going to be L. Like, as much as I want to beat you in these picks, yeah, I got to show some love to my team. Uh, yeah, I'm taking Seahawks, too. Uh, and then the Tuesday night game, Ravens-Steelers. I'm taking Steelers. Yeah, you know, Baltimore's running backs are out. Pittsburgh's running backs are out. But Lamar Jackson's not playing. Hey, maybe RG3 plays, like, what, 2014 RG3 and does some crazy stuff. But that Pittsburgh team, uh, they're not overrated to me anymore. Are they still pretenders? Yeah, but they're not overrated. They they deserve to be good. And, yeah, I'm going to take the Steelers as well. All right. Well, we got one pick this week different. That's the Eagles game. So I think I'll be at least one game up on you because I feel pretty confident in the Seahawks in that one to win. Yeah, that's cool. Wait till we start flying. Eagles fly, baby. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm like you. I'm always taking my Packers as well. Um, yeah. But, kind of just have to. Yeah, it's a loyalty thing. But appreciate everybody tuning in today. You know, we were a little late this week getting this episode out, but, you know, we'll be back. We'll be back on track for next week. Um, everybody go check out Jacob, J to the Rose on YouTube. You know, might be making a little return, huh? Oh, yeah. That's so, so I got I got something to say. You know, we're we going to be throwing out videos, man, right now. One of my videos is low-key blowing up a little bit, you know, almost some slight, you feel me? Um, but, yeah, my next video is going to be my 100th video, and it feels good to, you know, woohoo, celebration, congrats, you know, 100th video. And yeah, Jake to the Rose on YouTube. Go subscribe, you know, go say what up. Make sure you guys follow us on That's How You Feel MU on Instagram because we're going to be posting some, you know, clips, some fancy edits, you feel me, on the channel. Yeah, everything. But Quinn, I know you like to close it out. So it's all you, man. It's all you. Yeah. Yeah, before before I shut out my podcast, I'm trying to see 100 shots for 100 videos on your YouTube. 100 you shots? Yeah. She. I mean, if I recorded myself taking shots in the past, then I'd just do a little compilation. Um, but yeah, go check out my podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, all that. You know the drill. Levels of change. Everywhere you can find this, you can find levels of change. So um, if you're not already following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, everything, go do that. Um, subscribe to our YouTube. We only posted that one video, but it's a pretty good video. Go check it out. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, Anthony, any final words, Jacob? Go birds. <laughs> <laughs>